Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance, and I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny. I research productivity tips all day, and I send them out in an email. Ah, <laughs> and I'm Bo, and you can call me Mr. Independent. <laughs> all right. <laughs> why, why would one do that? Because, <laughs> uh, you know. Did you marry Mrs. Independent and took her leg? <laughs> I, yeah. And uh, I'm all about America. <laughs> She's a big feminist. <laughs> all right. Uh, welcome back to the Junto Show, guys. We're happy to be here talking about stuff, letting everybody know what's up. Uh, what's going on with you guys? What was I going to say? I had another good story. Now I forgot it again. I tell you, I got one. All right. Go so ahead. I just came back from a trip in, to San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco's been on my list of places to go. I wanted to yeah. ride the trolley. Thought it was going to be cool. I want, I want to do that thing where you drive your car over the uh, fast up one of these hills. and then, Yeah. Did, did, did you do a Lombardi drive? And you get airborne. Uh, I did not. I did not, did not. did not have a rental. But those streets really are super steep. And mm-hmm. you could yep. do that pretty easily, I believe. You'd probably kill some pedestrian or whatever, which is why you shouldn't do it. Did you go to the San Francisco Park? It's like the big park in the like uh, near the bay. Ye- Where you can see the Golden Gate Bridge, and yes. then there's the Japanese Tea House. And mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's really nice. I I was San Francisco is amazing. I love it there. Yeah. Really? Uh, because the moral of the story of my trip to San Francisco is that San Francisco is a trash city. What? It's all hype and no substance. What are you talking about? It's got the little Italy section with the fantastic uh, oh. Italian restaurants. You got whole Chinatown, which is amazing. Well, fantastic. Oh, that's that was and and so I think the Chinatown that was over in San Francisco has been kicked out. What? Yeah. So Chinatown. You got a whole Chinatown. Well, <laughs> Who, no, who's there now? Uh, so I have it on authority that the people that used to own restaurants there that were like first generation Chinese people, they were all bought out. And now they they're moved to uh, like a, not too far from not too far from there, but like a couple miles oh, away. Like, not like now near like Embarcadero and all that. East Oakland, it's yeah. a Chinatown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was dirty. Well, some places were super clean, and then some places were really dirty. I, I was coming up the subway station. One, it had a good public transportation. Well, was that in Oakland or San Francisco? San Francisco is worse than, than San Francisco for sure. Is San Francisco worse than Oakland? No. Oakland's worse than San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. But San Francisco is also bad in its own right. Yeah. I, and the thing that struck me was that is a place with the poorest millionaires. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, poor so like you're a millionaire, people. but you have like a small house because it's so expensive. Yeah. So like you see people there that look like they own the house, but is right near the road, and you can look upon Zillow, and the house is worth about like seven hundred, eight hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and they ain't got a penny to their name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you, you just sit there and you're just like, these are the poorest millionaires, yeah, in the country. You're probably right, which is funny. Yeah. I um speaking of, so like the housing in San Francisco is in California in a lot of places is outrageous in the Bay Area, especially. Part of so at one point in time in my trip, I was driving that driving or riding down a road, and there was just like. 30 rvs like these winnebago style like rvs lined up just yeah. parked on the side of the, of the road and my friend was like yeah like those people are like living out of their rvs because houses here cost eight hundred thousand dollars for like a two-bedroom and things like that and i was like man it was just like a long row of like a not even like like 1984 like a f-250 winnebago style things whatever but i, I was there to see ta coates give a speech on his uh new book the water dancer and it was a uh, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed that. Just good? No, not, not raving about it, huh? Uh, I really enjoy Mr. Coates speaking. Uh, I'm glad I went. Like, it was definitely worth the trip, you know, but it's fine. He gave me what I wanted. The people ask dumb questions. So, like, here's, here's, so I may get labeled as a snowflake here in my, uh, in my travels. Yeah, okay. The people at this thing asking questions were definitely snowflakes. 
like half of the questions they got after he t- wrote, talked about his book about slavery. And this is going way too far for the intro. Yeah. <laughs> but his book is uh, The Water Dancer is a story of slave era time, American slavery and um, a superhero in American slavery, basically. And then all the people, like it's based on a real person. It's not like no, no, Marvel no. superhero. Uh, no, it's a it's a novel about a slave who has the uh, ability. He's like the slave works for the Underground Railroad and then has the ability to transport people using uh, the power of memory. So he's like he's really good at getting oh. people out of slavery. Okay, it's the, the story. But like all the the like half of the questions they got after the end of the, the talk between him and the and the moderator were like, "Hey, what about the plight of the indigenous people?" And he was like. <laughs> That's not my area of expertise. I feel for them. I think that they should be respected and that, you know, we should, they should get their due. But I am not a scholar on indigenous people. So I wrote a book about slavery because that's what I study and that's what my passion is. And then, like, the next person got up and was like, but for real, what about the indigenous people? Wow. <laughs> like four people in a row. And I was like, what is going on? I don't know. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> did, did, did you ask a question? Uh, I did have a question, but I, I didn't get called on. Yeah, oh. all the good indigenous people questions <laughs> were taken. I was going to ask him about the indigenous people, which which I feel for, right? Like, it's yeah. a definite thing, and it should be addressed, but, like, <laughs> at the appropriate time and place. Yeah. What if you got up? It would be, like, the most disrespectful thing. You would be like, you know, I want to ask another question about indigenous crab. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody's wondering about, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The San Francisco's trash. <laughs> it's an expensive trash city, and I yeah. don't like it. Well, there's some good stuff. I will say San Francisco is overhyped, mm-hmm. but I would not say it's trash. Muir Woods is around there, and there's a lot of really cool stuff. So. The Golden Gate Bridge is pretty. Yeah, but you know, not worth going <laughs> going there for. Well, I did. Uh, well, along those lines, I, I will also contribute that I spent a uh, quick weekend in uh, Charlotte, ah. North Carolina. So, fun little place. I uh, didn't have a rental car. Most of the things are walkable in that uh, small downtown vicinity. Lots of little museums. Um, what? You know. You know what I just said. Uh, there's a football stadium, a baseball field, and uh, all kinds of stuff out there. So, what, was, was there viable public transportation? <laughs> I, that's a good comment, man. Oh, Charlotte, they got a football stadium <laughs> and a baseball field. <laughs> but I'm like, do they have a football stadium? They don't have an NFL team. Yeah, they do. <laughs> the, what, the, the Carolina Panthers? Yeah. Is that where they're based? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Johnny, two football. <laughs> there you go. As well as most of our uh, Junto listeners. Uh, so wait, so was there viable public? So the thing, California was dirty but there's good public transportation trains and buses run pretty well oh uh, we didn't really need it. we just did lift every so often if we really required it there is a bus system there too um like a um not, not sorry not a bus a like a rail oh like a a little row like a monorail uh, type thing yeah okay yeah. I, I am a big fan of trains i wish yeah. the american system had way more trains all over the place all right uh so i guess with that i'll go ahead and kick things off today is let me see. So, uh, is it the thirtieth? Is it almost Halloween? Yeah, I guess this is our Halloween episode. This is today is Thursday, October thirty first. Our pre Halloween episode. You guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we still retain no plans for anything going on. Yeah, I might go downtown and look at the uh, the, the costumes. I always enjoy that. I don't yep. think want to dress up though. So <laughs> big fun here. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm going to go as Benjamin Franklin tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, with headphones. <laughs> yeah, with headphones. You can be the Junto avatar. <laughs> I'll be the Junto avatar. And I'll go be Benjamin Franklin's uh, platonic black friend. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Ben Franklin was pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, we are at the Junto Show, and the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The, pur- <laughs> the purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show's not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound, profound. between the geeky jokes. So I uh, now would be a good time to also uh, introduce our uh, listeners to patreon.com slash junto show so this is a place where you can go visit contribute a buck or two to uh help us do this and if you do so you get access to our premium episodes including this week's episode where we talked about the ramifications of genetically modified babies Uh, fun fact one out of three of us is genetically modified yep not me find out who (laughs) not me Find out who on the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we want to get uh, things started with our first segment, Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right, so in my reading about what's going on in the world of uh, hot takiness here, here, I came across, I guess I should probably ask some Halloween themed stories, but that would have been too much for- foresight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, a uh, story I found, which is pretty scary if you think about it. Amazon and Google, you know, they've got these smart speaker devices that are in all of our homes here. Johnny, do you have a smart speaker? Yep. There's one listening to us right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you talk to it? Do you use it? Yep. Bo, do you have a smart speaker? I do, yes. Which one? I have Alexa. You like it? Um, it's good for what it does. It, I, I use it in my son's bedroom. Okay. So, um, apparently there are there's like an app store for these things and they, uh, you know, you can program an app and get mm-hmm. it approved and released into the smart speaker app store to do little mm-hmm. things and enhance it in various little ways. So what happens is, is that uh, Apple and not Apple, excuse me, Amazon and Google, they review your app to see if it gets submitted into the app store to ma- verify that it's not doing anything crazy, you know, and it's within their terms of service, but they only review your initial version of the app. So any updates uh-huh. you do to it, are just willy nilly loophole, okay. yeah. <laughs> big loophole. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if you got someone's app and it's just like it was on a timer and then every time it's just like a scream. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like like once a month though, yeah, like not even that often. <laughs> <like>, ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, as long as that's version two point does that and it'll, it'll sneak through. So yeah, so some tech researchers were saying, or some security researchers were saying that with this big loophole in the app store, that there's a lot of malware and things that can get through. So you really have to, it's like buyer beware out there. It's the wild, wild west. They were saying that they could have people could have apps that would solicit you for your password or like have long pauses where it's recording, but you can't tell that it's recording unless you like look at it. So it's just like I don't know. It's wildness. So, uh, public service announcement to our Junto listeners: is that is that the plot of a uh, future horror movie? With the, when the Alexa becomes sentient? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Well, no, 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 it's sentient. Like, uh, like, I'm talking like paranormal activity type stuff going on. Like, you know, somehow these things are like like picking up on our personalities or saying like saying creepy things, turning us into crazy people, like yeah. making us believe we're hearing noises when <laughs> it is there or not, you know? Not horror movie, but... Uh, or is recording like other people that we know... And it's playing it back for us. It doesn't even need to be a horror movie. It could just be like, yeah. say what I say about my friends when right. they're not around yeah, exactly. when they come to the house. <laughs> like, yeah. it wouldn't even need to be supernatural. Just like, tell on me. <laughs> or like, 
I don't know, play what I really do. Um, but but there along those lines, I think there is a current movie out right now called like Jexy. Jexy is a comedy. Yeah, where like the phone goes crazy or, or is yeah, like no, the, the phone becomes uh, sentient and actually really tries to help out the owner. Uh, but in, in but hilarity ensues. Hey, that's oh. what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, so look out for your your smart speaker. They're, they're useful, but also not good. All right. Um, let's see next topic here. Oh, so speaking of uh, Amazon, a large third study of Amazon third party sellers found that lots of expired foods and drinks are being shipped to consumers. Like um, apparently, and then uh, there was this one guy that said he bought a big jug of, I mean, a thirty pack of waters from like a it expired. He said it tastes like tap water. So what I think was that some random guy just like bought a bunch of bottles and then poured, poured regular water in them and then threw a Fiji label on them <laughs> for like 30 cents and then oh. charged this guy a dollar per bottle. Which I was like, hey, counterfeit, <laughs> counterfeit counterfeit water bottling. Yeah. Huh. I think that happens a lot in third world countries. That's where you still can't trust bottled water in third world countries. Okay. That word? Yeah, because you buy water there because you don't want to drink the, nor- the water there or else you get sick, but... You gotta like verify. Hey, seal really hasn't been broken on this t- on this bottle here, right? Some people would just rush to opening it right away. Ah. You gotta you gotta listen for that. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. I don't think you want it in your bottle of water. <laughs> like that's how you know it's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> when the steam comes out after you open it initially, <laughs> well, I, actually, uh, it's a lot of water. A lot of other countries have the the gas kind. Ah, con, so you, con gas. So oh. you do get that actually. Okay. Sometimes you can't tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you, Bo. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I do not like uh, sparkly water. I hate sparkly yeah. water. I don't know why. I don't know why people like sparkly. Water. That sounds like a terrible idea. Uh, I mean, it's just it could be done better. It's just nasty. Like if it was good, it would be good. But for some reason, it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I could say, I could say that about a lot of things I don't <laughs> like. If they just made it good, it'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Profound. <laughs> <laughs> Earned our money on that one, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. That's worth worth your Patreon <laughs> Patreon dollar. <laughs> All right, let's see. And uh, let's see. and we just lost a Patreon user. <laughs> let's see. Okay, and uh, let, let, mm, I should probably should have did this one in the middle. <laughs> All right. So last story here. Uh, the Department of Justice is now starting to do DNA tests on um, the immigrant population as it's getting people over the border, and I'm just like. It's uh, doing it saying so they want to if you come over here with a, another person, they're doing the DNA test under the auspices of verifying that this person you're claiming is your child or your family member is actually your child or your family member. But what they're really doing is compiling a mass database of all the genetic information of everybody across the world. And then they're going to compile it and then use it for in nefarious purposes. Ooh, <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. This whole D- and I, this goes on to. I think I might have brought it up in a previous episode that I think the cops are taking your DNA too. Once yep. you go down to the uh, to the station, even if you don't get convicted, like it's like mugshot DNA test, DNA swab, same time. Yeah, I'm just like this. That database of uh, DNA is uh, definitely going to be used to make uh, clones of the sexiest of us at some point in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh, a case of body snatchers. Uh, is that how that goes? Um, not quite DNA, but it's. I think it's in in case of body snatchers, it is essentially you're replaced by someone else who buys into the communist hype or something like that. Okay, so so you know how for a while it was like witches was the thing that every movie was about. Then it was like vampires. Then like the end of the world. I think. Uh, what are we What are we doing now? What's maybe the thing now? It's zombies for a while. Yep. Mm, I think the next thing is going to be like the like the DNA monsters or like your 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 body double or something like that. Actually, it might be body doubles because we had us uh, came out recently, and then Gemini Man. 
is out right now too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. body, so the Body Snatchers remake. This is the hot time to actually do it. I think we're we're ripe for some type of DNA based horror movie, some type of a uh, DNA and or surveillance based because I think there's been a few. Yeah, the, probably probably the Alexa come come out life. All right, and scanning your body and putting that. You guys up. ever watched an old movie called Splice? Uh, is it like Alien Girl? Right? No, no that's that, species. That species. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. She, she Splice. Uh, is that that's James Gunn, right? I don't know. It stars uh, Brody. Was that the the one dude? Who's Brody? One of the Kardashian. People? No, no, it's no. Like James Brody or something, right? Or yeah, Adrian. Adrian. Is that the right name? Adrian Brody's a guy. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. was in like Aliens vs Predators, and the only movie that I remember I saw that I liked of his was The Jacket. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's the dude. I yeah. like The Jacket too. Okay. But anyways, Splice. If you watch it, very creepy. Then we're talking about uh, genetic stuff there too. I think uh, okay, this looks familiar. It looks uh, the monster in this movie looks crazy, <laughs> yep. and I think I have seen it. Uh, Adrian Broly is the guy. Broly. Uh, uh, director Vincenzo Natali, hmm. who is All not right. James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out. All right, and uh, that's the high take news. For all of us here at News Center Four, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Well, we'll be right back after this. Folks, welcome to the captain's ready room. First haunting officer, Bo. <laughs> and spooky officer Lance reporting for duty. <laughs> ah, yours is much better. <laughs> well, uh, welcome, guys, and welcome, uh, listeners, to the uh, captain's ready room. As you all know, this is the preferred place where the captain shares uh, private discussions and uh, classified communiques. So, guys, I got a, uh, I got a situation for you all here. Okay. All right. So go with me on this scenario. I want to hear how you guys would face this. Okay. So imagine a gang of murderers are coming for you and you fear for your family's safety. Get out of there. So a gang of murderers are coming, right? Mm -hmm. So you decide to seek help from another gang faction who are also rivals of the murderers gang, right? And after a series of very tough and bloody fights... You all emerge victorious, and you're able to ward them off the the murderous gang, right? So, but a new gang is coming, and therefore you're the the folks who helped you out are facing even a bigger threat now. Do you help them out? Um. Mm. Well, okay, I guess Can if I? A, yeah. Uh. So in context here, yeah. right? You. you I'd hope that the person who's a gang leader of the uh, now victorious, either we understand that we are outmatched and we see it as a surefire loss or uh, we are boxed in and we are unable to move and we are kind of stuck in our position. Let's say it's a uh, fair fight, but, you know, every hand helps. Okay, well, you stay. So you stay. Yeah. Keep in mind, this gang that you teamed up with, they, they weren't good guys to begin with either. You, know? you just needed them help to, to fit off their murderous ones. These guys are like thieves and robbers, and you know they're not good people either, but they did help your family out. I mean, if you're loyal, yeah. Well, you're if loyal. they help me, yeah. They help me, they help me. If I'm they just, help me, that means they're good people to me. You know? I don't know about that. <laughs> but like... Yeah. Well, that's an interesting point, though. So now they're good people to bow. Yeah, because it's, re- it's relative, right? No, it's not. They yeah, it is. No, you can absolutely be a... Be a bad person who, who did a who did a good thing once. No, man, morals are relative. <laughs> There's there are absolute and relative morals, but when it comes to let's say the survival of me and you know my family, I would say 
morals can be very relative at that point. Uh, n- I, look, I'm here. Whoa, I, this is an I will say that it may still be the right thing to help them, but they are still bad people if they're bad people. Like the fact of them helping you does not absolve them of all their numerous other crimes. Okay, is the second gang a bunch of angels? No, no, they're they're okay. they're uh, equal badness. Okay. The, well, that the, makes the decision even easier, right? Well, okay, the decision is fine. Like I said, you helping them is independent of us all acknowledging that they're still bad people. Yeah, they they are bad people that you're helping, which is fine, and maybe you should because you owe a debt to them and you're a loyal person. But also, I'm just saying, just because they you know saved your family doesn't mean they didn't uh, rob a liquor store a week ago. You know, like yeah, but <laughs> but the but the thing though is like if they robbed a liquor store, but um they the liquor store owner was a werewolf <laughs> i'm trying to pull in the <laughs> halloween thing so d- d- does it affect your decisions if the um the new threat right of equal power but of less uh badness right nah nah like I, like the the gang you're teamed up with yeah. let, let's say is like at a robbery level okay but the incoming threat is what? What's less than robbery? Yeah, maybe you should have started a little higher than robbery. Oh yeah, I thought robbery was the low thing. Okay, okay, yeah. Murders is the worst one in yeah. this scenario. We're hanging out with a bunch of murderers. No, no, no. no. The murders is when we destroy. The murderers are our friends. Yeah, yeah. Our friends are the murderers, and then the rival gang is a bunch of you know thieves. Okay, let's do that. So, does that change the equation? Wait. So now you're supporting the murderers to fight off the thieves. Okay, so I'm in the gang of murderers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's why they won. Yeah, this one they won <laughs> versus the gang of thieves. Does that change? But your gang of murderers who helped you fend off the whoever the can- cannibalist murderers. <laughs> the ca- okay, so first we killed the cannibalist murderers. Yep. Yeah, I'm with the regular murderers, <laughs> and now <laughs> the, the gang w- of wasteful. thieves. Wasteful. <laughs> yeah. The gang of the gang of um, robbers. The gang of robbers is coming to get us. Yeah. Do I stick with the murderers? Yes. Do you or not? So like morally, yes, but it's just like I can't fight. That's the main thing. I'm just like, look, <laughs> I'll write y'all a check. Like I'm down for the cause, but I think I'm better as like tech support, <laughs> tech support, <laughs> or like in, in in the background here, you know, like baking cookies, fixing your your IT yeah. issues. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. Because like me and my family aren't going to be much help in this area <laughs> in your literal gang war. <laughs> so so it sounds like you both are saying stay with the murderers gang. If they let me, I mean. Be- because they helped you, that that's the real reason. Because of loyalty. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm, like maybe not in their general, like you know, raping and pillaging, but like uh, if they call they they call in the favor, you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta do. It's like John Wick style, you know. They they give they put that uh, coin down. You gotta you gotta repay the favor again by baking cookies and yeah. writing checks. So 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 this whole scenario here, Ashley. It's a loose analogy. I'm not sure if I got it right. <laughs> it was what's happening with the Kurds. Yeah, I peeped, I peeped that. I was like, okay, Johnny kind of backdoored into uh, some, some okay. real stuff here. All right. Yeah, yeah, So, you know, what uh, limited knowledge I have, the Kurds, obviously, uh, we teamed up with them to uh, defeat ISIS for now. And uh, and then we left them, right? Yeah. To fend for themselves, and now they're getting slaughtered and whatnot. It's pretty bad. But uh, what's the history of the Kurds? The Kurds... Have actually been around since World War One. So back in World War One, they were um, part of the Middle East, that's where they still are. But for yeah. some reason, when they divvied up the countries afterwards, they didn't get their own country. Mm-hmm. So they were uh, just uh, located in uh, various countries, where the three countries that uh, they inhabit and such. Um, and they were living fine with Turkey 
as part of Turkey for a while. But then uh, in the last couple uh, years or a couple decades and stuff, they've been more and more marginalized. You know, so what do you do, right? Your your whole culture, your own people is now being more and more marginalized from your government. So they decided to do uprising or whatever insurgent activities, right? Because you got to fight for your rights. So they were doing insurgent activities. So in the eyes of the Turkey government, you're terrorists because you're insurgents. You're blowing things up and disrupting the peace and whatnot. From the uh, from the Kurds' perspective, you're like, well, you've been marginalized. I mean into corner you've backed me in the corner i've got to do something and fight for my rights here so i feel like there might be something understandable from the kurds perspective but yet they did do things that were not all on the up and up either either okay. so so we teamed up with a group of people mm-hmm. to get rid of the murderous cannibals yeah, yeah. i.e isis okay but they weren't exactly the best you know they, they, they ain't exactly angels and he did quote trump on that <laughs> one <laughs> yeah i think um you definitely don't screw them like as hard as we did yes like in a yeah, day you don't, you <laughs> don't abandon like them yeah you gotta ease it in yeah yeah <laughs> That's a, maybe you tell them like hey in like you know a couple of years we're leaving so so start, start getting your shit together so. I, uh it's it's you know so the, the interesting thing about trump for all of the ways in which i disagree with him one of the few saving graces of his administration is that it, it some of the wild stuff he does on the foreign policy stage helps me actually understand in practice some stuff that I I I, disagree, I disagreed with. I'm like, okay, now I see the merit behind it. Like I'm, I would have said, you know, before he was president, that we should just get out the Middle East, just bring all of our troops home. We have way too much going on all over the world. Like, get bring stop. Don't have all these bases overseas. We shouldn't have ten thousand troops in Germany. We shouldn't have ten thousand troops in uh, Syria or wherever the hell. And then it's just like, oh. This is why we have all of these things. Like it, it, like oh, that's why the Trans-Pacific Partnership was a good idea, even though I hated it when it was like Hillary's thing. Mm-hmm. Now that I see that China is going to rule the world pretty soon, I'm just like, okay, I see why we wanted to kind of uh, yeah. do something against that. Yeah. So, um, for the, I think we had like 50 soldiers in. Yeah. It's like a value. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Like that, I'm against endless wars, but like if it costs 50. Not cost, but like if if paying fifty guys over there to like chill out and right and, and yeah do the that. bang for the bang for the buck is fantastic. Fifth, yeah. whatever, however much it was, the minimal amount of U.S. trips for the thousands of Kurds who were guarding thousands of ISIS people as prisoners. Yeah, right. That's one heck of a deal. <laughs> Yeah, for a deal maker, you would think you look at that and say, "Yeah, that's a good deal." I'm gonna hold on to that one. Yeah, unless you yeah. got a, tr- a Trump Tower in Turkey, and, and the president of Turkey's like, "Hey, I want to invade <laughs> this place," and you're like, "All right." Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's illuminating if nothing else. I'm just like, okay, now so much of it, some these abstract uh, things uh, make a lot more sense. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Yep. Yeah. That the, it being stability in, in the world, world stability. <laughs> yeah. So in, in this case, at least when I reflect upon it a little bit, I think. Definitely not the right way. Not a good move what this president did. But if I was president, I don't know what to do either. Well, it's kind of, kind of a tough spot. So, so the thing, so it, the, you know, the wild part to me is that, go ahead. Yeah, no, okay. the, the, you know, we pulled out our troops and then like the next day, the the dude like invaded and started killing people or whatever. Yeah. And then like a week later, there's some kind of, so like, I, I, it's also confusing because it's like the Kurds, ISIS, Syria, and uh, and I think maybe some other country, but then like the it's Kurds, Russia, <laughs> Russia's but, in there somewhere. But like somewhere like a week into the the bombing and the death and destruction, like the Kurds and uh, Syria president mm-hmm. like teamed like, up. Yeah, so like the former vi- enemies yeah. are like now 
teamed up for something what like that. What are you going to do, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, instead of just like straight up pulling out and letting the week of murdering happen, why couldn't we have tried to negotiate this deal ahead of time? Or some type of, I don't even know if it's a good deal to be honest, but like. It's a horrible deal. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Well, sometimes some type of, well, yeah. I think there's a, a like a Mike Pence sponsored deal, which I don't. No, the Mike Pence sponsored deal is a horrible deal. Is that the one you're referring to? Yes. You talk, okay. Yeah. I'm, but I'm talking about like the negotiated some type of ceasefire or whatever. Like, I just, that, that week of murdering that is, I think is winding down, if not over. Why couldn't we have skipped that and got to the, the negotiated thing? Or tried to do some type of negotiation. By, by the way, that negotiation that Pence did mm-hmm. gave Turkey everything they wanted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that, when, you got, when you got bad so, actors doing stuff. Yeah. So, so, like so, so that, was, that was the deal. Oh, okay. Here's the compromise. Turkey gets everything. Okay. And they probably got it easier because of all the, the week of murdering. So yeah. Right. The system works. Right. They're like, well, you know, we're not going to bring troops back over there to fight. It's not going to take 50 troops now yeah. over there. It's going to take 5,000 troops. Yeah, right. Yeah. And by the way, those 50 troops didn't come home. They get redeployed in Iraq. Yeah, mm, yeah, which is like, yeah, they didn't come home. Like, believe what they do, not what they say. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, all right, look at Johnny over here bringing the real for the, uh, for the right. captain's oh, ready room. There you go, man. Keep it real in here. <laughs> all right, and uh, we'll be right back. Transfer update is complete. Welcome back to the Hunter Show. I'm Bo Lance Johnny. And today, since it's Halloween, we're going to discuss our favorite scary traditions, Ooh. movies, books, and multimedia uh, potpourri. <laughs> and okay. so, so wait, I guess I should have asked earlier. Did you guys decorate your houses at all for Halloween? You got like a pumpkin out? I got one of those. So I went all out. Hey. And I got one of those projectors that you put, plug into your yard and then ghosts fly around. On the front of your house, scary, scary as hell. Ah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> the neighbor kids don't even come near the place. I was I was gifted a uh, a scarecrow welcome sign that I put on <laughs> my my door knocker on my door. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. And then I, uh, then my neighbor had it one day when I got home. I was like, why is it on your door? So I put it on my door. <laughs> I took it back. I don't know what got there. <laughs> Maybe your neighbor really liked it. I don't know. It's weird, yeah. but that did that. <laughs> what if someone stole yours and he went and bought one and then you just stole his? I'm fine with that. Okay. It's the, lesser, <laughs> the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, since it's a special Halloween-themed episode of the Junto Show, Bo, what is your favorite Halloween movie of all time? My favorite Halloween movie of all time. Okay. Does so it have to be a Halloween movie or a scary no, movie? it's a scary movie. Scary say. movie. Um, I say it's a scary movie. Yeah. That's actually pretty tough. Um, I, I want to say... I recently am going to watch the movie It again. <laughs> yeah, the clown movie. That's not my favorite scary movie. I, it's kind of hard to put like... Cause like I the don't old really one? Think of, no, not the old one. No, that, although I probably might watch that because yeah. I really did like um, Tim Curry's performance in that movie. Um, but I would say that, you know, whenever I think of like favorites, I don't have like a number one favorite. There's like... I have tiers of movies and then there's like top tier. Right, and so like the movie It is one of those top tier movies. So, like the the one from like a couple years ago. Yeah, really. Yeah. Did you see it, Johnny? Yeah. Did you like it? Do you think it was like a top tier movie, like both saying? Top tier scary movie. Top no. tier horror movie. I thought it was good. I didn't say top tier by any, by any means. Okay. Good. Yeah. No ants. So I think uh, I'll, I'll separate. Wait, this so, out. So what would it take for you to watch it? <sighs> what would it take? Like, I think intellectually. Yeah. I understand that it's just a movie like any other. Yeah. I'll probably watch yeah. it. And, like in the in Pennywise is no more fearsome than the Xenomorph uh, alien. Sure. So I think if 
somebody was like, hey, come on, let's watch it. It's a good movie. I'll be there with you. <laughs> what would it take for you to watch it? Like, just, just probably an invite, really, to be honest. No I way. I don't think... Absolutely it, not. I call BS on that <laughs> right now on the on live podcast. Live. I'm not, I'm not going to watch it on my own or like of my no. own free will. But like, I it, guarantee you, if I invited you over a viewing party, you would not do it. If you had a meal for me, I might go. Yeah. <laughs> a, a good I'd, meal. I'd say if, if, a, if, a, if a certain special lady asked you, you'd watch it. Okay, so... You're saying tomorrow night, Halloween, mm-hmm. if I arrange a friend's viewing party for this thing with a, a meal? I don't know. That's too, that's too much negative energy, man. You can't do it on Halloween. Like, then that's how you summon them. <laughs> like, he'll get me when I go back out to the car, to the street parking. Yep. You got to do it on like a more, like on um, on Easter or something, a day where it's got <laughs> lots of positive energy on it. You can't do, you can't double up the negatives. <laughs> that's how they get you. <laughs> like, what are you doing for Easter? I'm watching it. <laughs> Really encapsulates the, uh, <laughs> the, spirit. the spirit of the risen Christ. <laughs> I really, I really don't like clowns. Though. I was at um, at this uh, event downtown uh, a week ago, and um, actually, our friend Sarah, previous podcast host, uh, guest host, um, had a an, a an event she was helping be a part of. She put on, and one of her actors that was helping out or that was acting in her performance was like a clown who was going around trying to dance with people. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. 10 feet barrier between oh, yeah. me and this guy like like 10 step <laughs> okay but i think the um the scariest movie i guess the clearly the scariest movie is probably the it series because i don't have a clown to this day but i think the scariest movie i've seen that i remember is texas chainsaw massacre huh. the mm, two, early 2000s version mm-hmm. and my favorite halloween movie i think is a uh, Ernest scared straight <laughs> <laughs> oh the one the trolls <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense I, I always think about that when he's like was it malk he wants to he he's like to kill the trolls he uses Malk. What's, what's Malk? I forget I forget exactly what's Malk. Malk is he he couldn't read it was M space L K and he was like Oh Malk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, no, so. <laughs> so spoiler alert. <laughs> that movie's gotta be thirty years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I think for me, um like the most instantaneous scare I've had, um Experience wise, it would be the ring. Okay, you know, I saw that in opening night, and uh, when the girl did her, the scary girl did her thing. It was like I mean, the whole audience jumped. It was fantastic. But I will say that one of the franchises I've enjoyed the most that's probably declined over time a little bit is the Paranormal Activity. Ah, yeah, I think this one I, is never good though. I enjoyed all really? of them. I hate those movies. Oh man, such money girl. I enjoyed the all of them. I hate yeah. those movies where it's just like nothing ever happens, and then like twenty minutes into it, uh, yeah. the monster grabs you, and you never see the monster. And it's like, oh, somebody gets dragged into the closet. Yeah, was, you didn't see. It, you didn't enough. see the theater, did you? Uh, I've seen one or two of them in the theater. Oh, you have? Oh, that was like the best. Yeah. That was one of the best movie experiences. I, I get like two or three jump scares, you know, but that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm paranoid. It doesn't take much to scare me. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed those movies immensely in the theaters because, yeah. you know. I thought it was relatively scary, but listening to the audience, yeah, I was like, yep. "This was worth it." Yep. This wow. was almost worth it. Well, just to, but, the, well, plus I, I also appreciate it. Like, it it is kind of tough to tell a story using only cam camera footage mm-hmm. that's uh, organic to the story itself. So I thought that was always inventive. Like, oh hey, I'm going to put a camera attached to this rotating fan. <laughs> you know so the yep. fans rotating yeah. you see the left you see the right you see the left you see the right there's a monster you go back to the left like what happened to the monster on the right side you yeah. know so like it's good it's it's i don't know that's yeah. a good trick that's a good trick yeah. okay so this is interesting because i thought 
it, I don't know why I thought this, but like in my mind, because I hate those movies, I was like, well, the, the thinking man hates those movies, but the, but they clearly keep making them and they keep making a bunch of money. So I'm wrong or, or I'm in the minority. So like you guys saying that you love them. Well, and you definitely have well, I think, I think that the, the genre, the found footage genre mm-hmm. of, of scary movies is, um, I think it's here to stay and I think it has its place. And I think it's very good because it's like kind of like a voyeuristic a horror movie. I think if they just show the monster more. I just don't like movies where they don't show the monster. Well, that's part of the creepy factor because you yeah. it's right off the edge of the screen or something. No, you know? I would rather that they showed it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I've got, uh, I want you guys, I've got a listing of the top 100 scary, I mean, Halloween movies. Not scary movies per se. Halloween movies. Okay. So what do you, th- did you that what you pulled up to? No, no, no. So uh, do you think you can, I'm going to give you guys two guesses to guess one of the top 10 best rated Halloween movies from imdb.com. Okay. Halloween. <laughs> the Shining. Okay, so, uh, so we'll see who gets uh, the top one. So Oh, well, Exorcist, I guess. Okay. Ah, dang it. The Shining. You can't say Shining twice. You got to give me two different movies. Oh, two. Uh, and uh, Poltergeist. Okay, so you got uh, Halloween yeah. is number two. Oh. Mm. Okay, and uh, so I think uh, so. The Shining. Bo, Bo wins. Shining is, uh, is way down there. There's a sequel to The Shining coming out. Yeah, Doctor Sleep. I was like, is that a thing? Yeah. The number one Halloween movie of all time according to imdb and it's not even by like ratings because it's not it's not the highest rated it's got a 6.8 it's a uh, hocus pocus <laughs> the that's Disney a comedy movie? oh that's it's just a, a list by some random dude sorry oh, okay. <laughs> that's bet yeah. uh bet midler yeah yep. yeah okay that's a, that a bad choice <laughs> <laughs> it's hocus pocus. yes like edward scissorhands dot uh edward dash scissorhands username really likes that movie <laughs> all right you guys ever seen the movie the babadook yeah, I did see I like the Babadook. That movie. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah, yeah, I make fun that of that. That's all right. Yeah, I, I was uh, making a joke. I was like, uh, not to be confused with uh, Badunkadunk. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> many, many a disappointed black guy <laughs> in the old red box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you think it's the other one? You read uh, Babadook? Like, what is this? Oh, oh no! It's, it's come out of it, and you're like, well, now I have an appreciation for a widow who's raising a. <laughs> <laughs> A kid with a mental issues. <laughs> there, there was a picture of um of some author, some lady I follow on Twitter, and she was like, uh, she got invited to a dinner party on uh, Halloween, and so she went there in a full Babadook costume, <laughs> but then she was the only one that dressed up. So just like a picture, just, just like a picture of her, like a big top hat, like white makeup, and like the Flash, the way the Flash took the picture, her eyes are white in it too, but like all her friends are just like in sweaters. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. that's <right>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I think that's probably pretty good here. So thank you very much. Hope you have a very safe and happy Halloween. Uh, it's good people watching if you can uh, stomach the drunken messes that are going to be downtown and wherever city you live in, but you can see the costumes. Oh, also our yearly reminder that uh, it is not acceptable to do blackface in any costume that you're doing there, people, in case that needs to be said. It's uh, bad for your political career, but not a deal breaker, apparently. So uh, thank you for listening to the Junto Show. Uh, please tell your friends. Leave us a five-star review in the Apple Podcast Store. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, see, see, Check us out on our social media at Junto Show Pod. You can also check us out on our pa- Patreon. Patreon.com slash Junto Show. Gotta contribute a bucket too, please. Woo woo. And until then, uh, happy holidays. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>